Hello everyone, welcome to Bengali Girl. This is your podcast host Nikita and I'm so grateful that you're tuning in. There might be a lot of questions why I'm doing this podcast and there are numerous reasons for that. First being there is a lack of representation for Desi slash Bengali girls in this podcast community and I thought if there is not a representation or a voice, why shouldn't I be one? And second, this has been a creative passion you know for years as a kid i'm not sure if this was a fever dream or i imagined this or what but there was this actress called sonali bendre and she used to host these shows where she would do interviews and i fell in love with her voice that when we you know didn't have much to do where I finished my homework, I would go to the computer and back then there were these standalone mics and I would just keep talking and recording my voice on the computer and just hearing back and imagining that I'm interviewing all these actors and actresses. Anyways, this brings us to our introduction. So my name is Nikita, I'm the podcast host. I am 26 years old and I'm currently living in Sydney, Australia. And this is where I'm recording this podcast from. Let's talk about the title of this podcast. Now, you must be wondering, what is the introduction theory? And if you have not read the title and just wanted to listen to the first episode, yep, that's the title, the introduction theory. So thank you for being supportive regardless. This is something that I have observed over the years um, that I have lived away from home because, you know, going to school in Dubai, you're always surrounded by people from different nationalities. So this theory of mine wouldn't work. It's only applicable for, I don't know, Daisies and Bengali people living away from home. So for the past six to seven years, this is what I have observed. And that is when two Bengali kids or people my age who still like to think and believe that they are still kids meet one of the first few questions they will ask is which school did you go to or kun school egeso the reason they will ask this is because for two reasons one is you know to find if you have any similarities if you know the any person that they might know because the world in bangladesh is really small everyone just knows everyone somehow it doesn't matter if it's taka or chiragong they just know and second is what your social status is. And, you know, if you went to one of the schools that are considered a bit elite, such as Mastermind, Scholastica, Maple Leaf, etc., then they can relate to you, they can talk to you because they'll feel like, okay, these people are among us. And if you're not, for example, this has happened to me when I tell them that, no, I'd not go to school in Bangladesh, I went to school in UAE. There is nothing that they can relate to. They immediately consider you to be a bit different than them. And this is not a sob story where I'm just, you know, coming up here on this platform and telling you that, hey, I feel so bad. I'm not being included or whatever. It is just an observation that I had. And it's so similar to what our parents do. And we sometimes make fun of them for it, which is when our parents meet other people their age, one of the first few questions they will ask is, what's your hometown or district? Or, you know, in Bengali, it's, Barikoi, in simple words. And we used to be like, oh my God, how can you just walk up to a stranger and say this? But, you know, they don't really walk up. It's just a form of conversation. And that's natural to ask 
where your hometown or district is from because in their world they will try to find some connection because bro the way my mom can connect and relate to a person i cannot i <laughs> i think that is her superpower because if you tell her any hometown she'll be like oh that's nearby this is the that that and she'll try to relate it and make you feel so comfortable and i think that's one of the things or social skills that i really envy of my mom and you know this theory did not creep up into my mind when i was living in uae because most of my friends were from school or they were my family friends that i already know everything about so it did occur when i moved to australia to study in my undergrad and i met with other bengali people um of course when you meet other nationalities they won't really ask you what school you went to because it wouldn't make any sense um living in an international community means you all went to different schooling and everything so that's on one of the first questions that come up when you meet someone who's not a bangladeshi however um me being a social uh, anxiety person <laughs> or having social anxiety i am not the best when it comes to you know having a conversation or a full-fledged conversation with anyone that i'm not really comfortable with so when i'm meeting new people this is, this is a tip that i read on google uh, and i'll tell you exactly when i googled that and why i googled that but whenever you're meeting new people you can always talk about the weather if there is nothing else to talk about and everyone has an opinion about the weather if it's too hot too cold what's happening conspiracy theories behind the weather like you know cloud seeding or chemtrails and all of that so yeah this has always worked for me 100% now coming to the little story oh my god this is really embarrassing but i think my best friend knows about this so this is a few years i think a lot of years back um i was still in school at that point and my sister had moved out to Bangladesh to study medical and we moved from Fujairah to Dubai so a new state my parents knew other bengalis there because dad worked in a company where there were a lot of bengalis and also the building that we lived in there were a lot of bengalis as well and also the people that they went to university with worked in the same company etc etc you get the gist they knew people and i did not know any of the kids so i'm going to my first dawat and this is my first dawat ever since my sister moved out because my sister is also a social butterfly just like my mom who can carry a conversation out of thin air and i'm like my dad who can't talk to save their life and i google to find out what's the best topics of conversation for someone you know you're meeting and they started talking about the weather And I was like perfect and I went to the dawah and I remember my best friend she was not my best friend at that time of course uh was standing in line it was a buffet so she was standing in line to you know get food and I just took a plate and I went up to her and I was like hi I'm Nikita and she's like oh hi I am Maisha <laughs> and I was like so the weather is so hot and she's like yeah it is and I bless her heart for going with the flow for me because if she wouldn't have and if she was a mean person then i would have been like dead 
like I would have wanted the ground to swallow me, you know, but she went with it. And then, of course, we moved on and we talked about other things. And this makes me think and wonder about, you know, relationships and common grounds in relationships. Of course, having a common ground is not an absolute requirement for all types of relationships, but it can be beneficial in many cases. For example, shared interests. So people with common interests or hobbies are more likely to enjoy spending time together um, and having more to talk about, uh, which can you know, build a stronger connection between them or even similar values. Um, are more likely, people are more likely to be on the same page when it comes to important issues, such as, let's say, politics, religion, or even ethics. And this can reduce conflicts and promote that you know, understanding and respect between people or communication. So when people share a common ground, they often use similar language, references, and jokes, which can make communication easier and more enjoyable. So, you know, what we call or say the vibe of a person um, and a sense of belonging. So when people have a common ground, they often feel like they are part of a community or a group. And this can provide a sense of belonging and identity, which, you know, is important for building self-esteem and social support. And of course, like, you know, with that social support and everything, you get like a higher self-esteem because you feel more confident and you feel better about yourself and you have that access to social support that, you know, help help you with life's challenges or like your overall well-being. Um, however, I think, and this is, again, my theory, that modern relationships or modern friendships are changing. I am a horrible texter and I'm horrible at keeping in touch with people. However, very, very proud of this friendship. My best friend, Turulia, she lives in Sri Lanka and we have not seen each other for the past nine to 10 years because she moved when we were finishing up school in Dubai. And, you know, with the airfares and me being a student, we were not able to meet at all. And the way we keep up is through Snapchat videos. So I do not use Snapchat at all. And the only you know, reason that I actually still have Snapchat is only because I keep in touch with her through that. Uh, we send each other these long videos of what's happening in our life, the good, the amazing, the bad and the nasty. And trust me, we've been doing that for the past nine to 10 years where it's not like every month we send each other like long videos but we save up all of our stories and gather some energy to open up our snapchat and send each other these videos and the only reason i still have snapchat or have a snapchat account is because i want to see her videos and her updates of what's happening in her life and bless her heart and bless mine too please i think this friendship is one of the friendships that I'm so proud of, and I'm sure she can say the same. However, it's also very important to know that not all friendships are going to go this way, right? So there have been people that I've lost completely in touch with, and it was really hard for me to wrap my head around that because I used to think that, hey, these are my best friends. Like, how am I not able to keep these people in my life? And I often would blame myself thinking that I'm just not a person who can keep friends around, but it's just a way of growing up. So when you grow up, your best friends, and that's the reason a lot of friendships would break as well, because you both grow and you might not grow together. 
your values, your opinions about things will change over time and that would cause a break in the friendship. Of course, that's sad and of course you're allowed to mourn that friendship because it was great at some point. But do not blame yourself for growing and do not blame your friend for growing because what might seem wrong to you might not be wrong for them. And we as human beings need to understand that people are not going to have a similar point of view for everything. And that's what makes us humans because we're so unique and because we have this thing called a brain that gives us cues and makes us think about things we are always going to be different. And at a point in your life, your values, your opinions, the way you operate in life were the same. However, that's not always going to be the same thing unless you're like living under the same roof and face the same circumstance in life or like face the same challenges in life. And that speaks a lot about modern relationships because for me, a friendship and a bond is two different things. A friendship is someone that you know on friendly or positive terms. A bond with someone is you sharing um, opinions, values, or even secrets um, with this other person. And you're very vulnerable with this other person. This person would know you inside and out. And that's my take on modern relationships because according to me, friendships or these relationships on positive terms that you have with other people will last forever unless, of course, they become negative to you or they've done some harm to you. However, I think some bonds will not last or some bonds do have an expiration date. Um, it might be because of a misunderstanding, because of a miscommunication or even just distance, which is, in my case, the most relevant reason why my friendships uh, kind of die out. Um, and that's completely fine. I think as a kid growing up, I had a hard time wrapping my head around this concept is because I would base off my friendships or relationships with people based on how my parents had their relationships. But we have to understand that back in the day or the older generation, their sense of community is always so strong and it's stronger than ours. I think our generation and the generation that is to come believe in a lot of individualism, uh, believe in being individuals first and then having a sense or having a community compared to our parents where their sense of being or their emotional well-being or social support or identity depended on the people they knew and you know the self-esteem or the social support that they got from that you know social connection and having a sense of belonging whereas our generation we believe in being individuals first and relying on ourselves for having that boost in confidence rather than relying on anyone else and having the community to give us an identity i'm not saying which is wrong and which is right of course generations will always evolve and adapt to wherever we are and the circumstances that we are in. There might be some people in our generation who still rely on a community um, and have that need for social connection and having that sense of belonging. However, I would say majority of our generation, that's not only the Desi community, and that's just, you know, our generation, which brings us to the end of episode one. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Do let me know if you do observe any other stuff that, you know, Bengali people often ask or, you know, trying to find a relatability or common grounds with others. And if I did well and how else I can improve. Episode two also launches today. It's about mental health. So trigger warning for those who are sensitive about this topic. And if you're not, um, I hope you enjoy that. And I hope you listen to that episode as well, because it took me a lot of research and understanding. Um, basically, not only talking about mental health, but also how it is currently treated in Bangladesh. So thank you so much for listening.